regular programming to bring you a message from Her Majesty's government. Please stand by and await further information. This is not a drill. They have arrived. You starting tonight, or do you want me to do it? Want me to finish? Let's let's let's. It'll be a short show if you do. Yeah. So the only two. <laughs> Come on. Wow. He's fucking got that as a short as well. <laughs> That's a short being short. So the only two things that we get told is, phones off, don't bash, and don't stand too far away from the microphone. Yep. Isn't it? Yep. Are we live right now or not? Are we, are we, we just roll. Right, you just roll it. We just roll. Let's do it. So just, just, we are now live. <laughs> Don't forget Jack's name again. Yeah, James. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, called James. And this is James Plevin. Fuck. Oh yeah, that was the other one. You got R. Davies, R. Davies, didn't you? And he was oh. like, I'm not fucking Welsh, mate. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he says if you need an electrician. Who's that? He's a landing geezer. Yeah? Right, right. R. Davies. Davies. Yeah, yeah. Never heard of him. So he said if you need a spark. He's massive on YouTube as well, is he? I don't he's, YouTube, he's, he's just started YouTube, but TikTok, I think he's had about 80. That's and good. And then Insta, he's about 50, something like that. That's good. Yeah. He's just started his YouTube. I feel like Instagram's the most prestigious platform. Instagram opens doors, yeah. though. I think it does. But Twitter's the hardest one to get followers. Really? Mm. Is it? Yeah. I've never done there in the skip. Yeah. Don't, don't record that. <laughs> <laughs> I love everybody that follows us on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel Jeez. like it's good though, because I'm like king of LinkedIn. Yeah. You're king of reels. You're mm. like king of- Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. God, I am king of nothing. Phoebe so, promise. You're just a legend in the game though. Yeah. You've been doing yeah. this a long time, man. The thing, <laughs> thing, the thing with you is most trades know of you. Yeah, that's it. This yeah. There's sure. respect on his name. Mm. Oh, someone told me something about your bags. It must've been about two years ago. Someone was saying, oh, have you heard of that PB? Plumber geezer, I was thinking of. That? <laughs> uh, I didn't have a clue about it. So I went, oh no, he's done really well. We started with socials. He made bags and now he's smashing it. And, yeah. and that, that was a couple of years ago before I even started my socials. Oh, that's I think that's why he's quite popular because of the bags. This is a controversial joke. Go on. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No idea. Oh my God. That's too much. Too much. Was it like Remembrance that's, Day? That's, 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 like, that's like the fucking joke. He likes. Why did Ryan fall in love with an electrician? He wanted to take her OMH, he's a live wire. <laughs> oh, speaking of inappropriate jokes, did you see the meme about that David Fuller, the electrician who'd been having sex with dead bodies? Oh, that was disgusting. He was an electrician. Yeah. And yeah, he'd been the comment, going into the morgue and banging. Yeah, I heard about the banging. And the comment, someone put a comment on the, the news post said, the first thing they taught me at college was never to work on anything live. Oh my God. That is brutal. That is brutal. There's always that one person that just takes <laughs> it, that just that takes it there, doesn't they? Here's, here's another one. Did you hear about the chef that died? He passed away. <laughs> <laughs> what did the fish say when it swam into a wall? Damn. <laughs> that was these terrible. Are, these are right up your alley, these. That was very bad. So anyway, let's get on, because otherwise we're not going to get to the uh, Miller yeah. and Carter and have a steak and uh, some food. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Let's get a podcast. What, what episode is this? 
Oh, come on, team. Not including Somebody give me a fucking seven. number here. Seven. Leave me hanging, come on. <laughs> Don't fucking look. <laughs> You'll Look, stick, stick to your strip teasing and don't get involved now. <laughs> Just keep texting me jokes. Right, episode seven. Episode seven. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We're on the latest Trade Legends podcast. We've got Jack from Plevin Power. James. <laughs> Ryan from SQ2. Hello. And the majority of the talking will be from, as always, Big Al. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. We had a complaint about you, didn't we? We've had two, two, two complaints because apparently all I do is talk. I should have my own five minute segment like <laughs> Kenny Everett. And apparently I should be left to just talk about myself for five minutes. So here we go. Five so before minutes. we start, I was going to ask you, <laughs> do you notice anything about my face? You look a bit older, three weeks older. Oh, cheers. Um, I don't know. Am I supposed to notice anything about I think you you're doing the same thing. What do you mean? You go, you're going for a Movember. No, I'm not. I'll just look. I'll just look terrible as it is, mate. So, first of November, yeah, I started sh just shaving the like trimming Aren't the rest. Aren't you supposed to I've get tried... rid, of, rid of that? Well, first and just yeah, but I look a bit weird, don't I? Full hassle. Like, no, Tom Selleck. I reckon you'd look a bit Tom Selleck mm. with yours. You know, the big caterpillar. But I'm going for it. I didn't know if you'd notice. No, because you're supposed to shave the rest of it. Did anyone else notice? <laughs> Did you guys <laughs> notice? Was... How has this even started? This episode, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Anyway, Pete's doing a Movember for everybody listening at home or watching, even though this will probably go out in December. Oh yeah, good point. So it'll already be gone. But anybody that's listening or watching, Pete is uh, growing his porno tash. So thanks for that, mate. I'll keep it till um, till the December episode. Okay, perfect. Thanks. Right. So yeah. Where do you want to start? Well, I'll probably start to my left. Ryan, let's go. S SQ2, the internet sensation, as I should say. Uh, take us back, because when did you start your social media first? I started my social media about 18 months ago now. 18 months. This, mm. is, this is like, what are me and you doing wrong? Because some of these new upstarts that are coming through on the social media are absolutely flying. I mean, I first noticed you with your funny videos, goodbye, mm -hmm. uh, which I'll get you to do at the end of the show. <laughs> and just all round sort of carefree attitude as in like not taking life too serious mm -hmm. your jobs there's such a varying sort of like theme to them and i just found watching your videos really easy to watch and that's not something that i find with adhd just for those people watching at home that think i talk too much uh very easy to do so i wanted to come to you first and sort of get your background story because you, you run the business as well yeah so more I like to talk to people from the business side. Pete likes to know about the trade side. Mm -hmm. SQ2, yourself, how did you start? How did you get into the trades? And then what led you to sort of be where you are now? Right, so starting off, what got me into the trades? Um, I was working for my brothers. They're both involved in the trades. Yeah. They're both contractors. Um, I was young, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Same old story. Um, started, done a year with them when I was 17, started labouring, loved it, filling skips all day long, eight, nine hours, 10 hours, every you, single day. Were you one of these that decided that, again, school wasn't, it just wasn't for you because, you know, you went and did the college course, didn't you? Yeah. So was it just one of them, you came straight out of school, just was like, that's it, I'm never doing an exam again, or was it just... You just wanted to go into trades. What uh, was? Uh, no, I never had trade on the mind. Mm. It was something that I never even considered. Um, but when I was at school, um, I had trouble sitting still for too long. <laughs> you got ADHD. I think I might have. I've never, I've never been 
yeah, diagnosing it, <laughs> but I think one day I might end up being sectioned. Yeah. But no, um, I, I could never, um, I could never quite just sit still. So I, I guess it's maybe something ADHD or yeah. something similar like that. So um, I left when I'd done a year to work for my brothers because I was lost, didn't know what to do, and I found a love for it. But after that year, um, I decided to go back to school and finish off my levels because all my mates were going off to university and I thought, I don't want to be the pleb that ends up stuck in this country shoveling shit into a skip. Yeah. Um, so I um, went back to finish my school and then I went off to university and I actually studied dance because I, was, okay. uh, I used to compete in gymnastics when I was a kid mm. um, for many years. And uh, dance was something that came naturally. I enjoyed doing it. And um, went off to uni, hated it, got back involved in a building game about two years later. Which uni did you go to? Chichester. It's, like oh. a, it's a dance academy down there. It's yeah. quite it's quite good. Um, you get a lot of people. Are we going to get you to do a dance? You know? I will do a dance. <laughs> Hopefully it's I'll better than your dancing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that for everybody on the screen. I'm Should not wearing the same outfit. <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then come back. Um, Honestly, um, at the time when I left uni, I come back, wasn't in the best mental state because yeah. all my mates were doing really well at university, seeming to manage and didn't really have any sort of issues. And I was really struggling with my course, maintaining all of the uh, practical work, all of the theory work, and it just got way too much. I left, come home, started labouring for my brother, Neil. Mm. Got two older brothers, both, both contractors. Started labouring for Neil and um, I was working for him for a few years. Um, and then just started developing skills, so on and so forth. Went worked for a load of different different builders here and there. Um, done a bit of travelling, come back, and um, at 26, I decided right, that's it. I'm going to go and make the jump so, and start going off so my own. Just for everybody listening and stuff, how old are you now? 29. So, 29. So I, I just I always like to give people perspective of how you've gone like that in sh 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 like short space of time because it's the same with obviously residual current we talked about him mike first mm -hmm. being 25 mm -hmm. he's like the one thing that i always find as well when i speak to a lot of trades people is they're always worried about like time running out i'm never going to be able to do it mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff so i just wanted to put that in there now that yeah. you, you were 26 when you came back to do that so i started my company at 27 27 I think it was so yeah started sq2 at 27 got off an extension um, probably wasn't ready for it at the time, mm. um, but took the jump anyway, and um, just yeah worked hard every day until until things uh, got better and better. It was just a gradual mm. uh, process. Yeah, and and that was it. Yeah, so amazing, isn't it? Yeah, right? in yeah. three in three in three years. I mean, like just to put again into perspective for somebody. So your first thing was an extension. Yeah. What type of work are you working on now? Then so you've. You know, you've picked that up, mm -hmm. your first job, you know, you shouldn't really be taking it, but no. why the hell not? Because yeah. you've got to learn on it at the, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. What type of jobs now, just to put into perspective, because I've been watching, you're doing like the loft conversions, mm -hmm. you've got the, what's the other one in, is it Clacton or Clapham or someone like um, what's, what's the other place that you work Croydon. at? Croydon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so the first one was a double story extension, uh, brick, brick and block work, roof on tile, fairly straightforward, and there wasn't any plumbing and electrics involved. Yeah. Um, but now we're getting, as as I said to you guys earlier, every, all of the work that I get is through my socials, mm. pretty much everything. Yeah. And but I get offered jobs now, um, like commercial jobs, like bigger five five hundred six hundred thousand pound projects. Um, uh, loft conversions. I get I get emailed or sent a DM on my Instagram every single day yeah. about a job, yeah. M maybe two a day, big jobs. I mean, how, how do you handle that? Because I mean, from 
our perspective, whenever we're selling a product, for example, like I can, there's n there's no finite amount of time of how many products I can sell in one time. But when you're a, a tradesperson, it's only a set amount of hours in the day. So if you want to grow, mm. how do you, you know? And I'll touch on this with you because this you're interesting. The, you're in the same position. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to ever turn down business. Yeah. Yeah. But how for anybody listening? Because I'm sure there's so many people in the same situation, especially now because there's so much work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People are busy now. How do you then make that jump? Yeah. How did you? You you take on absolutely everything mm. and you sacrifice your time and you make it work. You, <laughs> He's like that. You, you make it work, all right? Every, every single people, every single one of you who watch my stories, who is watching this podcast right now, you've got time. You're sitting there on your phone, you're watching something, mm. all right? You could be doing something else. Don't tell me you don't have time, mm. all right? Most people expect you know eight nine hour day at work mm. that's just not the case if you want to if you want to achieve and you want to achieve quick you've got to be looking at i hate to say it <laughs> you've got to be you've got to be looking at 14 hour days yeah. every single day you live for it you become obsessed with it and it is your um it is it is you 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 become <laughs> you become engrossed in it do you do you agree he's banging he's oh, i'm sorry you are absolutely oblivious no i'm watching it's the passion and do you know what do you know what i love it when somebody bangs a table because i know they mean yeah that. i mean it do you I know what i mean it. like but what you're saying people and this i think this is true for everyone don't care what anyone says you make time for the things you want to do yeah and if you want to do it you'll make time to do it 100 percent. and you're obviously motivated enough to do what you've done yeah what i want to know is if you you started your company when you were 27 yeah and you're 29 now in the space of two years most people would be their time would be consumed with growing the business and you know dealing with all that yeah you've then also had this massive jump from starting social media yeah. But what made you start the social media? Um, just one day, I just whacked my camera out. It was my camera yeah. at work. <laughs> whacked my camera. I whacked my camera out at work and yeah. started recording a bit of still work. And um, just. And what was it? What was good? What did you think? Oh, oh, I'm just going to record this for. Did you think it was going to be for. It, it is weird when you first start because, like, you think. You who's what gonna, am I doing? Who's, who's going to want to listen to me? Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. I sound like. But what was your first? Was it uh, an Instagram? Was it a. TikTok. Instagram story. Yeah. And um, to be honest, I was I was like inspired by some of the bigger guys, RR Buildings, yeah. um, and some of the other guys that I've mm. been watching. I just, you know, and yeah. started a page and I thought, I know that there's people that want to know the inside of how this works rather than the finished product. I know there's people that want to see what bolts you put through a steel yeah. and how it's safe and how uh, whether a building inspector has passed it or not, and all the little nitty and gritty details that no one, no one really knows about. Mm -hmm. Everyone lives in a house. Yeah. Everyone wants. Most people want an extension. Mm. So I think it's uh, very important um, for people to know what how goes, it's what done into it, yeah. from the start yeah. to the finish. So yeah, that was it. Yeah. I, I look like one thing that obviously you do very well, and the same with uh, Dave Alwood, who we had on the show, is the tips and the tricks. Yeah, it's little things like that where even me who literally doesn't know how to operate a drill, I'll freely admit, admit that. Mm. Like even those little things, like watching how people work and the different things that they do to make something work. Yeah. Like, I love that. 100%. Like one of the biggest things I picked up from like uh, social media was, you know, when you put a cut in the middle of the bag on a pack of cable ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for so many years, I cut the top off a bag of cable ties, <laughs> yeah. and he'd always end up everywhere. He'd always end up with none yeah, left. Yeah, and then yeah, one yeah. day, I seen this thing on Instagram, and it's someone who put a little slice in the middle of the bag, exactly. and you just pull the one out that you need. And I was like, "That's so simple." Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. it takes. Then there's like on, um, so in our trade, 
radiators come packaged in a plastic big basically a big plastic bag and if you cut it at the top mm. take your radiator out you've bag. got a, you've got a rubbish bag mm. yeah you know you just need to see one guy do that yeah. and then someone Drops. else starts doing it and it just goes around and now everyone's doing it 100 yeah. percent. and like things with uh, there's guys using rubble sacks when they're like changing a pump or something they just curl it up put it under and that's just catching any yeah. water mm -hmm. i think you can yeah. actually buy them someone sells that as a product like yeah. a bag isn't there yeah yeah, yeah plastic bag yeah, yeah. But, you know, just little tips like that, people yeah. love it. I mean, I, I, you know, the business side always fascinates me because, again, you know, you're 20, 27, you start your business. That in itself is daunting enough when you're in your 20s because, you know, everybody's probably telling you don't do mm. it or, yeah. like, oh, is this going to work? Or you're working too many hours, mm. like, mm. don't burn yourself mm. out, all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But then, obviously, looking at what you're doing now, you're not just satisfied with obviously having your con construction business, your contracting business, obviously you're going into other stuff with listings yep. for other contractors. Yep. I mean, like how does how does that stuff come about? Is that just you looking on online and thinking, well, actually, nobody's doing this. I mm. need to be doing something to to improve that area. With the directory? Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. directory. Um, so that started because I was just inundated with messages off of people um, as the following started to go up. So I was getting hundreds and hundreds of messages. Can you do this? Can you do this? I've got a um, face from Soffit needs doing in Manchester. I've got a bathroom that needs doing in Leeds. I've got some plumbing work that needs doing in Birmingham. And it was just, um, I, I was trying to, at, at first I could manage the, the, the DMs. Um, when, did, when did it become too much? Because like everybody gets to that point, I think, with yeah. social media, when you get a following, is it gets to a point where you think, yeah, actually, I need a Charlotte. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Probably about six, six or seven, six months ago now. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody starts thinking that you've been rude. Or yeah, not, yeah. No, you've I got too big for your boots now yeah, that's since the it. HSE's left you. Yeah, around. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you physically can't respond to everyone because, mm. you know, I've got a full-time job, wouldn't it? Full-time job. I've got a missus. I work yeah. a lot as it is. When I go home, I can't sit there and start tapping away on my phone. You've got to watch the Howie with her, haven't you? Got, well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> something, something of the sort. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, kind of, kind of back to when you were saying um, about being 27 starting a business. That's, that's mm. a point I'd like to include mm. is that she... Um, actually, my my wife, Anna, had a massive part to play in it, mm. a massive part. And for some people, it's kids. For some people, it's, I don't know, whatever. Mm. But I met I met Anna, and um, I wanted to do it for her more than I did for me. Mm. Um, and Every, Everybody has to have a purpose, I think. For yeah, them. yeah, 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 100%. What's the saying? Behind every strong man is a strong, strong woman. woman. And yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. I really do. Um, because she was, um, I wanted, I wanted to make her happy. I wanted to give her what she wants, and um, that was a massive factor. And also, the reason why I am the way I am, and I try so hard, is because I didn't have the best experiences mm. when I was working for other people. Okay. So all of those years that I had those bad, ex you could say bad experiences, um, mm. I, I always knew in my head, I'm going to do this so different. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Is, so that, is that why? Because obviously, when I watch you with the people that work with you or for you yeah you're a certain way with those yeah those guys yeah because we talked about this before is the, the reason bundy's the way he is with adam yeah is because he had a lot of shit off the people mm. that he worked for yeah. mm. you know like i, I tend to find that because i you, you touched on it with me when we were talking was i had one boss and i'll mention his name again antonio rossi in case you're watching yeah mm. he was an absolute prick mm. and i always always vowed that when i had people working here that mm. i'd never be like that yeah so that comes across when i'm watching yeah, the videos yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like that yeah from your side 100 percent. yeah i if 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 one of my boys are not happy at any point during the day mm. that's a massive problem to me mm. 
It's a massive, massive problem. Um, I spoke to my missus about this the other night. It does come at a loss, um, I think, because by me having to take, without sounding strange, having to take such good care of them and their feelings and how they are at work. Um, impacts you. It does impact me. It does, because um, there's probably, it could probably be more, um, what's the word, not effective, it could probably be more... Um, what are you looking, what are you looking trying at? to um it could probably be more beneficial to me yeah. if i was maybe maybe stricter and a bit more harsh yeah mate i don't know but like what's 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 more you can't change who you are i can't change who i am you and can't change who you and are. in my opinion i think i get the best out of them mm. uh when they, they've got my respect i've got theirs like we're like a, it's like a family mm. and anyone else who are higher which does scare me the bigger things get it does it does worry me that i won't be able to have such a close relationship <laughs> i can see your did you say the same thing this is the, one of the reasons why i had you two on and you know you'll probably think well you know what, why are we similar is i've talked to both of you on social and the stuff that you say is exactly the stuff that you say. Really? And I can relate to it because, you know, every, t every day I walk into work, like I was having a conversation with Hengu, who's a new guy that's just started, and I said, I feel responsible for everybody in responsible here. Responsible, 100%. And if stuff's not going right or yeah. stuff needs to... It's your responsibility. It's my responsibility. Yep. Yes, no one else is. Okay, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll lash out at these guys and they'll tell you, like, God, we just divide him and we go and make a cup of tea, whatever it is. But I worry and sit there at 10 o'clock at night or before I'm going to bed, is everybody going to have a job if I don't do this? Yeah. And that does have an effect on you. 100%. So yeah. I, completely, I completely get... Yeah. Well, you've got to be careful. Yeah. There'll be a fine line between um, the, the good members of staff who appreciate you being empathetic yes, and then the guys that will yes. take the piss. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. They will exploit you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. And actually... Um, yeah, I've, you're always uh, going to find it. I've, um, yeah, I, I think that's a bit of a, a funny subject for me to talk about now. But I know who res respects what I'm giving them and who doesn't. Yeah, and the ones I will, I will sack people mm. like immediately. The, the the thing I I yeah. found over the years, which I never knew, because nobody ever shows you how to be a boss. Yeah, no. So the things that I've learned was I hire slow and a fire fast. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Because yeah. you get one bad apple in the car, yeah. and that's it, it the, ruins whole, everything. the whole thing goes to I you. think the wrong person in, in, a, in any business can ruin the whole lot. 100%. From experience. Yeah. And yeah. I think the recruitment process needs to be the main focus if it's ever needed. You know, yeah. and any growing company, you'll know what it's like mm. trying to find somebody that you can bring into a team that works so well together. It's having the time to train people yeah. as well. And yeah. somebody who's going to fit the bill yeah. because, you know, going back to what you said, you will get people that'll take the piss and you will get people that'll think mm. Ryan doesn't care. It's, yeah. it's half the reason yeah. why I it's, just do this. Mm. it's really hard to get an apprenticeship these days because there's so many bad experiences of people. They take a, a young lad on, they train him, they put all their time and knowledge into him. And then as soon as he's qualified, he leaves and becomes their competition. Mm. What, what you need is loyal staff, and you get that by treating them like you're treating your staff. And hopefully, you would expect after you know being like that with them, they would be loyal to you and yeah. want to stay on with you and earn you money together as a like a family, like yeah, a team. Exactly. 
But yeah, one bad, one bad apple. Yep. Yep. And it will ruin it for the rest of them as well. Yeah. Because they'll see that one bad apple and think, oh, hold on. How, why is he getting paid that to not do that much mm. when I'm working my nuts off? So. <laughs> Your face every time he says something, I'm like, is this ringing true for you? Is this ringing true for you? Yeah. I think it's just two very different, very similar businesses, but two opposite industries. And I think that yeah. there's a lot of synergy. I think that, you know, the, the hiring has to be right, the atmosphere has to be right, and the people have to be right within the business. Yeah. And without that, and you'll know from going from being just Ryan and being SQ2 to being Ryan who employs 50 people, yeah. it's the most difficult journey yeah. any entrepreneur or any business owner will go through yeah. is trying to find the right people. Well, you you two are from completely different sort of areas. You'll generate a backup power, like big industrial data centers, that type of stuff. Obviously, you're your jobs are getting bigger, but it's sort of like... Domestic building. Domestic building. Yeah. So you couldn't be any different, but you still have the same issue. So this is why, again, obviously, when sometimes you go, why do you pair these people together? Yeah. Mm. This is the type of thing that mm. I, I wanted to talk about. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's why you've done that. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a matchmaker, basically. Interesting. So in case you wonder why you sat next to each other, I've plugged you together. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like, you know, so what would you say then from going back to you quickly is your is your hardest thing now to grow now you've seen the because once you get a taste for it mm. and you see it grow then mm. you sit in your car at nine o'clock at night looking out the window talking and yeah. still doing those messages on social because you know that you need to do it yep. to explain yep. to grow to get more business mm -hmm. what do you see now is the either the hardest bit to grow or where do you see that growing once you've overcome that what would you say that is for you. Now. The hardest thing to grow now. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I think my worst days are behind me now, mm. and I don't actually see. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't see. Um, we'll I, have a competition on how many times he taps it to uh, see if uh, anybody watches the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I, I would like to answer that question in, yeah. in more of a, a way that you sort of asked me, but yeah. what I'll be dead honest and say that um, I've got absolutely nothing negative to say mm. and, I, and I'm not worried and I'm not scared about growth or what's hard about me growing now. Mm. What I will say is that it's hard starting. Yeah. All right, that's the worst part because let's be real, you have to get your name out there, you have to do cheap jobs, you have to mm. work every single hour under the sun, you don't have any staff, it's just you, it's nuts. You start a business, no one tells you how to run a business, mm. like you said. But once you've got all that hard bit out of the way, and then and you, and you can see the growth all you got to do is just manage it and um just take baby steps every single day mm. and um and, and it'll all piece in yeah. all right because I, mean, I mean even though like your journey's been a couple of years yeah like sometimes when it's a bit like a rocket ship people don't see that like it is like rome i always say rome isn't built in a day of course you know, you're just yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. every day you do yeah. a little bit more and then eventually you look back a year later yeah you go geez i've gone from a 1.2 million pound contract to you know, I'm hitting this now. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. You know, yeah. so it's so so similar. So I'm going to jump over to you quickly. I'm going to say Jack Plevin, Plevin Power. <laughs> a, just give us a brief description because you're the first person from sort of your sort of sector that we've had on the show. Just yeah, give us a so brief background as to as uh, what do you do for um, anybody that's so listening? So my business focuses in an area called Critical Power, um, which is a standby prime or uh, critical application. And we basically service, install, maintain, or supply generators to the industry. And these generators will sit sometimes in domestic dwellings on country estates, um, in a lift shaft for a, a hotel that you might be staying in, in a data centre, or anywhere basically where the power is classified as critical. In some big buildings, it's classi 
fast as critical for things like fire systems and lift shafts. A lot of the business that we do for um, like commercial residential clients is in London and tower blocks and stuff like that. Um, you know, Manchester places. But then we also do hire, so we hire equipment to places like fire stations. Um, we're hiring stuff at the moment to a, a Christmas fair in Manchester. So. But so you're like the German market type thing. Yeah, but you'll know yourself, like, you know, going back when I first started, it was just me in a van, much like Ryan. Um, and now I'm in amongst this business that's servicing all these different elements of industry. And it's just like, it's almost overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I just to put it into perspective for you. So how, how old were you when you, did you go and work for somebody else as well first? Or Yeah, so I left school at 16 and got an apprenticeship uh, in a family owned business. Um, my nan's brother, so it's my uncle. Um, and after six months, got sacked. Why did you get sacked? So it went really well. Um, the truth of the matter was they put me on a domestic installation course, and anybody watching will know what domestic installation is. It wasn't something I wanted to do. Didn't really want to be in that industry. Mm. Um, but but during my time at the at the employment, I won't name the company, um, I've, I, I dabbled in generators yeah. and I thought big dirty diesel engine, oil filters, electric, it all like sort of amalgamated into one. It wasn't just this one particular job, mm. which was stripping sewage pumps. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I came away from there, wanted another job, couldn't get one. So ended up cutting gr uh, grass during the summer of 2000. And, you get a good tan though. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever summer it was. So yeah, and then I came out of cutting grass all summer and like earning my way to live at home with my, with my parents. Um, so how old are you at this point? 25. 25. Well, you're young, man. Mm. That's um, impressive. I came out of that and really wanted to get into these, doing diesel generators and I was applying for jobs in Scotland, Glasgow, you know, all these areas where these big companies existed and everyone said you live too far away. And then I applied for a company called Caterpillar based in the Midlands. Mm. Um, got a job local. They said there's an apprenticeship available for you in a place called Morton, which is local to me. But then during the interview process, they closed that branch. So I was like in jeopardy. Mm. Um, decided to keep pursuing it and they offered me a job based in Cannock in Staffordshire. So I Not moved. Far from me. Lived in Cannock in a place called Brown Hills uh, for five years. Studied at Telford College. Did one day release at Caterpillar University and the rest at their academy. Um, and then came away from, oh, Caterpillar was the best place in the world to work. It was exa exactly like our businesses are, exactly mm. like your business. But then it changed MDs half halfway through after I came out my time and it all changed. It all became about corporate espionage, basically. You know, yeah. cost cutting, you know, we need to cut this, we need to cut that, we need to save money. And the whole family gel and the, everyone's in it together, customer comes first and all of that thing, that like, eccentric, you know, around the client, this, it just it fell apart for me. And because the gel of the business was, was sort of falling apart, I decided to move on and left. And I had six months at home trying to decide what was next. And during them six months, bought a van. And everybody called me so crazy. St still 25 at this point? No, this is when Younger. I was... Yeah, I was 21. 21. Everyone called me crazy. I had six grand in the bank savings, sold mm. my car, um, was debt-free. Lived at home for six months, not really knowing what to do. Had a few holidays. Uh, went to beef with the lads, <laughs> as you do. You know, not really knowing. I had an epiphany. <laughs> not Lost really in Cafe Mambo. <laughs> not knowing what to do. And more so being disappointed in myself for giving up such a, uh, you know, because everyone that was at Caterpillar had been there 40 or 50 years. It was that yeah. kind of place. You know, it wasn't the place people I left. find those are the types of places, though, that, like for anybody listening, apologies to anybody that has a long career at somewhere. 
but oh, that shit really scares me. Mm. Like where it's like yeah. they've been there for forty years because just. But it was, and and looking back, I find myself thinking now, especially from from where I was to where I am. Like when I was in that environment, you almost be, it just becomes a way of life. It does. You don't think outside of the box. It's like you know you'd come to work at seven o'clock every day. You do this between them hours. You have your dinner at twelve to one. You go back to work, and you. It's very easy to fall into that mm, routine. I 100%, think. Hundred percent. And I think, for you know, for, not for people that are self-employed, but it's it's also very easy to live a, what I call a comfortable life because mm. you haven't got to worry about getting paid every month. Mm. You know, you haven't got to worry about wanting to take a two-week holiday. There's none of them pressures that exist when you're in full-time employment mm. in a business that's successful, you know, when you've been there three, four, five, ten, fifteen years. So, and I struggled that with that. Like, that's something because I've got friends that are self-employed and don't really want to take it much further, but mm. they're, they're happy, you know, bimbling away through mm. life. And, you know, look yeah. at how fast you've scaled. Like, yeah. there's, no, there's no right or wrong with it, but I think there's, no. you can always tell when somebody wants to have more, more. I look at mm. you know you touched on it you've got to want it mm. if you don't want it and you don't want to take it anywhere yeah. you'll never go anywhere because pe people mm. do it in different mm. different things like you guys have taken on extra people but your thing was i want to make my own stuff so it can happen in different different yeah. ways different, so that's why yeah. it's good to get people on is yours is like my, my company yours mm. was i want to start making prod now now I've been doing this and I know what I'm doing and I feel like I've got to that level. I will now want to start making products that I would use. Mm, yeah. So it manifests itself into different... Yeah, yeah different you're almost forms. like you serve an industry whereas we we provide a service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, you find, like, I think you're the same as we chatting before the show, you're doing your job, you're doing your social media and you've also got loads and loads of ideas just constantly, but you've just not got time to... To, no. to do them all but <laughs> no. you are thinking of things because you're motivated and you're thinking what can I do next you're doing you know? them in your sleep yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's just like it's just yeah. like the, the actual job yeah, the 5 o'clock in the morning text though because you wake up straight away and you're like I was thinking about that when I went to sleep straight yeah. away but and the you, job becomes it? it's not enough yeah. for you you want more and, and that's yeah, yeah, I think I've messaged you as well at 3 in the morning yeah, or I text you back as well because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about like he's like do you ever, the, the Chinese always call me like Dracula because they're like, do you ever sleep? <laughs> like Lisa, he was on his honeymoon two weeks. He said to me, I'm not taking my phone. Phone's going to be off every day. He's texting me yeah, at least 25, me well. 25, 30 messages. I'm like, mate, have you not got anything better to do than text me? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was allowed my phone for one hour, so I got to plow it you out. Got, you pumped yeah. it out then. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you though, because like hearing that about how you guys are like, it's about sacrifice. It's about, you know, just, just doing it long hours the one thing that I will, the one thing that i will say is after coming back off a holiday it is but god you need to like you need to detach oh yeah i'm sure everybody listening as well when a they're in the, say in, that. The, in the moment yeah, yeah. stuff like have that have you done it though i've never done it see i did and i didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> i don't like this no, I, 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 the only reason i didn't because it's early days you was probably, that when you went to croatia that was when i went to yeah, croatia thought, too I, early way too early for me it's probably yeah. nice for you because you've established you've been doing it a while oh, so you oh. can detach i'm lucky that i've got people yeah. that i can yeah i can rely on yeah right do you put pressure on yourself to upload content have you got like a thing where I need to do one thing a day? Yes. Or, yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I started. When I first started Twitter and Instagram, I put pressure on myself one thing every day. And then because I've been doing it for so long now. You're conditioned. I don't post very regularly. I, yeah. I, but we don't you know, when you're growing it, but then you're thinking, right, I need to get some out today because I've got people at my heels that are going to, you know, be up where I am. And exactly. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. 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 And, and also because like, you know yourself, like, there's algorithms to the socials yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. 
and and Instagram. I know for a fact I'll use uh, one guy as an example, Winnie Designs. I yeah. don't know if you guys guys yeah, follow yeah. him. He's an American guy. He smashes it. He smashed it out of the park. And Winnie actually said himself that he sacrificed his whole business. He took a loss in his business to grow his socials. So he was taking on less jobs, focusing on them with just him and another guy. Mm. And he focused on content every single day was his main focus. That, that man was pumping out three to five reels every single day. Wow. Every single day. He said that he wasn't sleeping till one in the morning every single night, mm. maybe later. He didn't speak to his missus a lot. Yet <laughs> it's true. He sacrificed his shame. And, 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 and he had kids as well. And, and he grew, he started the same time as me. Right, and Winnie has got yeah. four hundred and fifty thousand followers. I think over over in the US, especially, is like so social. Some of the accounts it's massive, are massive, isn't it? Yeah. Massive. He's a way, way, way bigger. I think over here we're still amateurs. Like, not not, not amateurs, but just though, like the growth in America. It's it's been there before. Instagram's so, in the US. Well, it's it's US. easier to grow over there. It's a, U, it's, a U, it's a US platform, isn't it? So I think like... Algorithm works in their favour. Do you reckon? <laughs> no, well, I don't, I don't reckon it's that, but I think they started before. So the likes of Murray or Eric Mechanic Club or Tools by Design or RR oh, Buildings, right, yeah, yeah. they started before it became popular over yeah, here. And yeah. I think it sort of came over. But, yeah. you know, I see people before that... Are, I see people that are, are, are growing quite quickly over here. Mm. And it's sort of like, you know... I think they set the precedent for it, but I do still think that there'll be accounts over here that will be 100% the, the same, the same yeah. size. Yeah, Winnie, I'm coming for you, man. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if it's good, it's good right. to have some, something like that to aim for. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It, was me, it was me and him before. Yeah, yeah, now it's, now it's Winnie's. I'm coming, Only by a couple I'm of coming for you, Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's, you know, I, I physically can't post as much as someone like that because mm. I can't sacrifice my business. Yeah, I'm trying to grow the construction side. I want to... Yeah. If it's successful, then you you fit it around that. I mean, my exactly. my thing is, you know, my missus will tell you, I come home and I am on that phone. I bet. Yeah, same. And it's sort of like something has to give. And like a, the one thing that I did realise by going away was actually occasionally I just need to put that away. Yeah, yeah. And it feels world, good if you the, do. The world will not end <laughs> yeah, yeah. if I don't. I mean, me and you never talk text. to each other because whenever we were out together, we were on the phone like, Pete, yeah. you're on social. Yeah, 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 yeah. But actually, sometimes it is good to put it up. I understand the position you guys are in now where it's like you can see the momentum coming you think if I take my foot off the off the gas now like the wheels are going to come yeah, off that's it. you've got to sometimes be able to step I back. do believe in taking that time to switch off and you mm. know I was taught when I've was the last time you did that. you said you didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hashtag no days off you haven't you I started haven't, no. yeah, you can't. I've had time off but what, what about you, Pete? What about off. you when you first started? Tell the truth. Did you want? Was you obsessed at the start? Yeah, yeah. I put a lot of pressure on myself, and I started to not enjoy it. Um, mm -hmm. And I think the more the you've got to have fun with it. Yeah, I got to a level it where mature, though, I, I wasn't wasn't yeah. enjoying it. It became like work. So then I, I stopped posting so regular, and I just Is choose. That when I kept asking you for a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> He's this guy's relentless. Giveaway. The giveaway king. <laughs> He'd do one every hour if he could. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, giveaway. <laughs> yeah, I put, put a lot of pressure on myself and then I got to a point where I stopped and now I don't regularly upload an Instagram post unless it's something I think benefits yeah, yeah, someone. Yeah. I, I've stopped doing, I used to do like a picture of my tools in my kit bag, like a loadout. What do people benefit from that apart if it's a nice picture of some tools? So I've stopped mm. doing that and I just put stuff on where I think it's actually contributing. Yeah, probably sell more tool bags though. Well, yeah, but, I'm <laughs> yeah, but that's it though. That now Pete's established himself though, yeah. which is interesting because you didn't stop doing that until you did. Yeah. So 
I think you have more fun now because you just do it because you yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, because there's no it. pressure. Yeah, um, the pressure's gone. You're not trying to chase it, are you? But even like you said about the kit bags, like I do a YouTube video every Sunday and one day I was using one of my kit bags and I thought, oh, why don't I talk about, like, oh, by the way, this is one yeah. of the bags I made. Yeah. I never think about like plugging stuff. Mm. But that's probably why people do respect you because you don't ram it down somebody's throat. Yeah, Which, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Which is what, let's talk about the discount code then. So how many years have you been asking me to do a, a discount code for uni life? <laughs> God, probably years? as many years I've been asked, trying yeah. to get you to do it. And I've always, <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about this because I've always, I've not wanted to do discount codes because I didn't want to become like a salesman. I just wanted to be oh, known, to be good at my job. But then yeah. I did one with him be, as a favour because we do this as together. A, and we're mates. Like, I felt sorry for you. No, no, but we're mates. <laughs> and, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And he thought, oh, I'll do it. And it worked out really well. And then people were saying, oh, thanks for that discount code, Pete. And then I thought, I'm think I'm overthinking this. I'm thinking I don't want to do a discount code because I don't want to be like a salesman. But, but you're helping people. I'm out. helping my followers out by saving them money. Yes. So I think I'm not going to do loads of discount codes. But I'm just I Such think a I was. Martyr, isn't he? Yeah. Such a martyr. All right, Mother think, Teresa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, Candy. Give hey, me the code. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Everett, can I speak for a minute? I, I, I think. I was putting too much pressure on myself by overthinking things. And I think sometimes don't take it so seriously. And if some, if you're using a product anyway, if you, if you're using something and you've got an opportunity because you've got this platform where you can then share out a discount code with the people who subscribe and they're going to benefit by saving money. Yeah. Why not? I've, I've like, I've come around to, to the way of thinking. Yeah. I've got him in a headlock. I see you've got him. Specials. He, he got begs me, Peter, do your discount code, do discount code. Peter, Peter. <laughs> For fuck's sake, okay. Please, please, please. Oh, dear. So, ladies and gents, if you want to save big on some big name brands, then Trade Legends is the place to do that. Head on over to www.tradelegends.uk forward slash discount. You know, going back to the business side, okay, both of you, off the top of your head, if you had to say, what is the one bit of recipe for success or that has helped you what would you say is your first jack ignore everybody that tells you that you can't do it what would you say uh question again what what would you say is the one bit that is the recipe for the success obviously i said consistency for me is just being consistent yeah i think that like you know go back to what i just said if you there's so many people that'll tell you it can't be done you won't do it you're doing it wrong you're working too much mm. you know it's like yeah yeah everybody will tell you it's unachievable and you'll be mm. saying i've got this goal for next year well how are you going to do that like ryan how are you going to get more people mm. and if you listen to them people you start it introduces self-doubt and i've been there and i've sat there and i've thought Am I thinking like, am I wrong? And then the reality is you get to a certain point in business and anyone that's on a journey like this will get to it and things will always go wrong, but they'll always work out as well. Mm -hmm. And but the thing I always say to these in here is if you do something and it goes wrong, you can fix it. If you don't do anything at all, you're never gonna then learn. nothing ever happens. Yeah, but you yeah, don't learn yeah. from it either. And I think another that's another thing, like people don't respect the fact that you've got to make mistakes to learn from them. Yeah. And we don't do things right all the time. Mm. I seen something that you put up on Instagram the other day about- I uh, don't pull him up that he's done something No, wrong. but he was, you, he, he used a high up, he used a truck that wasn't a crane. <laughs> That's or whatever right. it yeah, was yeah, and yeah. I sat there and I read the comments people were making mm. and all he tried to do was do his customer a favour save some money yeah. and do something a different way and just because it wasn't what people were used to seeing 
everybody had a problem with it. Yeah. So you got involved. Oh. Yeah. Well, apparently so. Anyway. Well, but that's <laughs> yeah. the reality, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, but you learn from that. You've done something yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Took something away from it, and I think if you can't try it and you can't learn from it, then mm. I do not see the point in it. Yeah. So I mean, going back to you then. Going back to because I never I did the Kenny Everett and we went off on a tangent. What would you say? So when you when you how old were you then when you did start the business? So you're 21 at this point. I want to go back to, to yeah, that tw- point. 21. 21. Sold the car, did the whatever. Yeah. I could just wh- had a summer off and then I lot too far. It was summer 2018. September just at September 2018. I yeah. started Plevin Power. At 21. Yeah. Right. Six, six, six grand in the bank. Yeah, so young, so young. Nothing. Yeah. These, these are the, these are things why I love to have people on because especially if you're doing your own thing as well. It doesn't even if you're on your own is everybody starts that thing at a different time because mm. you know like when you said oh, I watched all my mates go off to uni, mm. did exactly the same thing, mm. and I watched them all. Some of them getting nice cars buying a house mm. and I was mm. thinking God I am a waste to see yeah that's what I was thinking that's what I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, was thinking. that's society though you always think you've got to keep up with the Joneses 100% everyone's like because I see it now like I've got two younger sisters and I struggle because I was never that person I didn't want the, the Montclair jacket or the Canada Goose jacket for winter or, but you got one now well yeah <laughs> but reality is everybody has something and then if you haven't got it you want to keep up with them or it's like the new iPhone Instagram has what's the point in getting a new iPhone like my phone's perfectly fine I've had the same phone in four years yeah. nothing wrong with it yeah. but everyone's got the new iPhone it's like we need new iPhones mm. what's wrong with the one you've I'm got I'm not going to wet my phone out now I'm living <laughs> in the pocket <laughs> 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 no, I definitely yeah, I agree with Sanjay like, it's so anyway, wrong it's, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> new iPhone no, that's, that's, that's a good point that's one of those yeah Yeah, and that's a prime example is like mm. Apple advertised that people get it everyone wants it and it's yeah. like most of the time what you've got will do yeah 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 100 percent. you know 100 i can't even agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you're both we were talking before the podcast um you're both getting the majority if not all of your work now from social media everything that we do as a business comes from social everything. your linkedin is you is your most powerful tool powerful tool and you would say yours is instagram yeah so yeah. Did, was that like a step? Did you did you stop taking the work from regular sources like word of mouth and I've, advertising, and it just went to the social? Or have you built that up? As a when I set out as a business, I'd never even heard of LinkedIn. Right. Um, my granddad actually recommended it to me, and he said, "Get yourself on LinkedIn. You know, there's people on there that do your kind of work all the time. It's a way to find jobs. It's a way to meet people in similar industries. And what I found, especially with what I do, is there's not anybody else doing it yes there's some younger boy some younger lads that are within our industry that work for other companies and may post the odd picture and you'll get company owners that will post odd pictures but you'll get nobody that does stuff like what we do yeah. where we go into it and we'll add actively every single day tell every single one person to follow us what we're doing exactly like what ryan does mm. yeah. this is what i'm doing this is who's doing it and this is how we're doing it mm. and i did that on linkedin i do it on instagram i'm not as successful as you three on instagram mm. but there's probably a reason for that and that's because but everybody has their own yeah, niche. their own platform like ours yeah. is Insta it used to be Twitter Facebook was yeah. but everybody has their yeah. their but ones but like with LinkedIn so. people can see 
like what what I do as a company owner mm. and what Plevin Power does as a business yeah. on a much larger scale. Hundred percent. For yours, when your customers are bigger industrial yeah. company, yeah. when they see your work ethic on LinkedIn, because exactly. there's not probably not many people that at well, least you're not going to get someone on Facebook say, "Does anyone know who can fit me a generator?" <laughs> no, but it's it, mm. like because you're the first person really to come on and talk about LinkedIn being your best social. It's so it's interesting, interesting. and yeah. it's and it's something mm. where people that are listening or watching probably wouldn't think so much. I mean, I, I see you use it occasionally as well. I'm on LinkedIn and it's more for the, you know, when I do like the van crime campaigns, mm. it's good because you've got people from, you know, MDs Different, of companies yeah, yeah. that might be able to help. But like people like, like Ryan, for example, like what you do, people on LinkedIn, all right, it might not be the person who wants the house extension doing, mm. but it might be the engineer who's on a job, who's stuck, who needs somebody like Ryan to help him. Mm. Or it might be the person mm. who's a manager of that multi-million pound construction contract who yeah. thinks we're in the shit. Somebody mm. like Ryan could help us get out of it. Yeah. It's no, it's a very different audience. It's strictly professional it platform, is, isn't it? It is very, yeah. very professional. Yeah. People slag it off and say, oh, it's turning into Facebook, but most platforms do have a tendency to... Do you like to the picture of a dog on LinkedIn? No. <laughs> I had a... Um, a cake. <laughs> I had a guy on LinkedIn, he got really upset because I, I went on LinkedIn and I was, I do things to like promote good practice in plumbing and it, I'm a domestic plumber at best, I'm a combi slinger, but I'd done, I'd bent a piece of 15 mil pipe, probably like six bends on one piece of pipe and had fitted it into the job perfectly and I put it on LinkedIn because I was proud of it and I'm entitled to be proud of it. Mm. This guy's like, oh yeah, it's not 54 mil, it's not an eight metre length for 54 mil pipe though, is it? Like, he was trying to put me down. Yeah. Mm. And, and then that, in the again, part, no, LinkedIn is very, it's it's a hard place to be because if you think that like, um, like you know, you get comments about what you did with that crane, for example, mm. you'll get professional, I call them professional idiots on LinkedIn because mm. who will deliberately slag you off yeah. or will do be there, but they won't be there to pull you down with silly comments like what you're doing that for, your tit or mm. whatever. It'll be a full on paragraph. Full on paragraph. Yeah, <laughs> detailed. Yeah, you massive. don't meet regulation Struggle this. I'm going to tell, you know, association yeah, yeah. this and it yeah. will, you know, and it's always like professional degradation of, of your character. Mm. The, reason, the reason that is is mm. because they probably see your business as a threat. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Because, oh, it, because it, they're just being a dick. Yeah. This is a really interesting topic, trolls. I think we should talk about trolls. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the time, it, it's, either, it's either it's either the it's either a big dick contest. They're trying to make out that they they know more than you or they're better than you, yeah. or they're trying to put you down to make themselves feel better. But what they don't realise is, and especially for me, I've got a TikTok video. I don't really know what what my place is on TikTok. I just put stuff off Instagram onto TikTok. Yeah, yeah. But I've got a video that's got 1.5 million views because so many people are saying something negative about it. Yeah. But it, it helps me because it adds the algorithm, doesn't it? Yeah. But the thing is, this job that I put on... <laughs> I can see you like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, this, yeah. this job I put on, I'm using press fittings, yeah. which is like, you push the fittings together, use a tool to press it. So there's no, they say there's no skill because you're not soldering with a flame and flux and solder. Yep. So I do this one job, press fittings, and then the Just comments one. are, you don't know how to solder. Obviously, yeah. you don't know how to solder. Or yeah. the, the thing that I hate the most is, tell me you don't know how to solder without, without telling, telling me. me. Don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, they're, and they're basing one job I've put on. Your whole life. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. And I've said before, I said it's like me eating a pizza and then I'm assuming I eat pizza for every meal because they've seen me eat a pizza. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's just one job. But yeah. the, all those comments, you think, why don't you just look at my other videos? You can clearly we, see that I solder. We, we talked about like mental health and trolls on the last one. Yeah. And the best one I ever had was I messaged Pete straight after because like I'd had a really bad, my cousin had died of cancer mm. and uh, some guy had a, an issue with something and I messaged him and he says, oh, I don't care if your cousin's died. Mm. 
that was his response to right. him. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, because obviously at the same time you were getting a lot of stuff like PB Bummer and stuff like that. Yeah, but I can imagine me and you deal with it different because I I kill it with kindness or I make a joke. But Mm. uh, do you go after you go at them? Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. But my my, but it does it does get to a point though where it's like it's wearing. It's just like just yeah yeah. yeah. I can imagine it would stop some people from well it does stop some people from wanting to upload their work on because Twitter does. The guy I work with Ben. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm filming everything for YouTube. He's like, don't put me on, don't put me on. I'll get trolled. I'll get trolled. I'm like, no, you won't. Yeah, it's fine. I know. People proper worry about yeah. it. Yeah. But but have you have you had death threats and stuff before? I've not had death threats. I get a lot of people saying I'm like calling me gay. Don't I? Had, I, I, had, I had one guy. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago? He, uh, I can't remember what he said. He came on, slagged the products off. So I called him out, and uh, I think I said, "Oh, are you on your period?" Mm. And he actually then flipped his shit yeah. and said, "Come on then. Yeah, I'll get in the DMs and I'll have you." Yeah, so get, I got, how you gonna have a fight so, in the DMs? So I got in the DMs and yeah. I rang him. Yeah. And I kept ringing him. And I kept ringing him. Yeah. And I kept ringing him. Yeah. Which I shouldn't have done. But yeah. I just, like, sometimes. And he flicks a switch sometimes, though, because like, I does. get it. Yeah. I've got people. Mm. So I kept ringing him. Yeah. And he never answered. And you didn't answer. <laughs> what, 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 Whoever you are, you know who you yeah, are. Exactly. So call me call in me my DMs. You've got to deal with all four of us. Still haven't blocked. The worst thing I've had is people say, oh, I'll see you at a trade show one day. Obviously, it's a threat. And if they do want to fight with me, I would be absolutely useless in a fight. I've never, I've never really, apart from at school, probably had a couple of scraps. I'm not a fighter. I'd be, I'd be I'd, absolutely useless. He'd have to jump on the terrier. I'd bite his nose. Yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd need backup. Small man That's why. Yeah. I'd need backup if I ever got in a fight. But yeah. so, small man syndrome. What do, do you do? You, do you relish it? Do you hate it? Do you, what? Uh, no. Do you know what? I don't hate it. I find it quite comical actually. Yeah, yeah. And what I've found is that everyone else. My, my followers who do like my stuff, they find it quite entertaining when I sort of show and mention off. what has gone on. Yeah, um, Mate, I've had some really bad ones. But do you oh. find that if you do get a negative comment, you don't even have to stick up for yourself because your followers will, will do attack. it for you? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. They, they will go for it. Nobody them. does that for me because nobody loves uni like that much. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Nah. Right on you get some. Yeah, no. Um, I had, it started off like pretty slow, like maybe one one every month or two, people started coming for me in a DM saying, you're a fake, you're a chancer, yeah. you don't know how to build, you're a mug, all this standard stuff. But one the other day was the worst thing ever. It was so bad. I was, uh, it, was a, it was a construction company up north who were trying to give me a bit of grief. Anyway, I won't mention any names, but you know who you are. <laughs> And uh, I dealt with them. I spoke to them on uh, on DMs, and I said, "Look, if you want to, you want to call me out. I'll call you out. If you want to go down that line, because you've got about five thousand followers." Yeah. Said, "If you want to go down that line, we will." He went, "No, no, no. I don't want to do all that. I'm not interested." And then this is where my missus come into play because she's like a fucking detective. She is like a detective. So I got a call that night off of some random geezer from God yeah. knows where up north. Yeah, I'm gonna come down to London. I'm gonna kill you I'm gonna I'm gonna turn up at your house with a bag full of knives and (laughs) and cut cut your throat all this shit voicemail after voicemail after voicemail I'm listening to him cracking up at the first few do you know what I mean you're laughing Mm. and then when he started to say he was gonna hold me hostage and shit I thought well this ain't right I looked him up he looked like a bit of a dodgy fella he looked not quite right yeah yeah like he had severe mental health issues you know what I mean when you just look at something you're not right the thing, thing is you could egg it on and you just don't know in this. You could egg it on, mm-hmm. and then how do you, I mean, my address is on company's house. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, how so far do you take it? Mine is as well. How far do you take it? Anyone wants to come and say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's all the fucking trolls you want a bit. But like, my missus started to get worried, but then she done a little bit of investigation. So this is for the person listening as well, just so you know. My missus done a bit of investigation and the random person who was calling me up turns out to be Facebook friends with the construction company up north who was giving me grief in the first place. And he called a truce. He wanted a truce on the right. DM. So what he's done, he's jacked it in because he don't want me to tag his company. He's got his mate yeah. to phone me and start sending me death threats. Right. And oh, mate, I still get him now, Finn. Still mm. getting him now. And I answer the phone, I start laughing down the phone at him. What's he going to do? But that, that side of things, like he just, you know, it's nuts. It's just, you, you get a lot of it as yeah, well. Yeah, I've had people saying they, uh, they'll be at the gates because like, obviously I've got a unit and I, like, I'll be waiting for you at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm here all night. Like, I wait for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. I've had four cans of Red Bull well, in the it gets, yeah. It's just like, what if you're going to do something, come and do it. Yeah, but why do you think it is though? Why, what, what, why do you think people message you and say, oh, Unilite products are crap? Well, I, the, like, the, thing, the thing for me that I just want to stress to people is like, when we make a product, we don't always get it right. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but it does, it's not your fault, and that doesn't mean that, that you should be punished for it. No. I, I always feel like it's my fault, because most of the time, it's me that's designing it, so the book stops with me. So when somebody says they've got a product that's faulty or something... <laughs> You'd have to design a pretty shit product for someone to come and smash your face no, in. But like, yeah, that's, no, that's but what when, I'm trying to no, say. But when, like, it's, say, say you did a job and something went wrong, any of you, you, you feel personally responsible. When I make something and it stops working or it doesn't turn on mm. or something like that, it's like one of my children has died in the wild. Mm. So, like, I... You you know, that's what upsetting enough. But then when somebody slags off the company, like mm. it's a family business. My mum and dad started it. My mum mm. and dad got divorced over it. Mm. You know, like so much has happened in mm. 40 years of Unilite. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it was yeah. sort of like my parents started the name Unilite, mm. but me and my sister have made what it is now yeah. because it's completely changed. Yeah. But would, would you say that you run a successful company? Yes. Yeah, you would say. Would you say that Apple runs a successful company? Yes. Do you think Apple get grief on their products? Well, oh, I don't know who rings oh, up. Yeah, of course they do. Probably everyone they gets don't grief. Get a geezer from up north ringing up. Hi, <laughs> Steve Cook or whatever. Yeah, name. Steve Jobs. Um, yeah, yeah, of course they probably they maybe do. But what what I'm trying to say is, it doesn't matter how well you're doing. Mm. You, you need to remember that you're doing well mm. and there's always going to be someone that is going to try and come for you. What, what are they doing so well? What mistakes have they made in their life? Have, sure. they, have they started anything? Are they doing anything? I think there's four of us though that are all from different walks of life. I'm in a different place to you. You're in a different place to Pete. Pete's in a different place to you. Mm. And yet all four of us have the same problems. Yeah. There's a common, there's something common amongst it all that is in play with no matter who you are mm. or what you do. And I seem to think I, a lot of mine comes from people and people say, oh, you know, Jack thinks everyone's jealous, but everyone who seems to have a problem with me has been trying to do it for the last 15 years. Yeah, that's it. I've been doing it two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. The whole you can't point. compare me with you. Mm. Yeah. So stop hating on it. Yeah, the whole point yeah. of this. work as on a show. No. Yeah. The whole point of this show and the reason I wanted to start the podcast, I am interested in other people. I'm interested in the business side. I'm interested in like how people do what they do. Uh, but also, I wanted to sort of break down the barrier. You're a plumber, you do generator power, and you're a contractor. Like, the problem that I find in trades is there's all this like, oh, you're a plumber and you're a spark. Like, don't get me wrong, a bit of banter's great. Yeah, outside. but it's not like that though, is it? It's a proper but divide it, nowadays. But it should, it should do be. Do you think? I see, I, well, I see it like. I, 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 some, some areas I think it's got better. Mm. You know, like people talking about mental health, people are talking about certain things now that they wouldn't have done before. Like, mm. you go to work, be like, 
What's the matter with you, pussy? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. Whereas now it's like I'm having a shit day, mate. Just leave me alone. Mm, mm, but you, mm. like, it all depends on the individual. Like, I get on fine with electricians. Mm. I, had, I would, I would like to be an electrician if I would be training, doing another trade. So you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you'll find some guys like football rivalries. The they're right so, so yeah, embedded into them. They should hate plumbers and they should hate electricians. Yeah, that, 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 you see it on a domestic and like on a commercial level where there's 300 sparkies on one yeah, job and 300 plumbers, yeah, and it's yeah. a, and it's just a constant battle. But you know, yeah. your job's shitter than mine. Job, yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, I personally, I, I could not give less. Of a, I couldn't give a shit about. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I couldn't give less of a shit about anyone else because I'm too focused on what I'm doing. I don't mean that in a mean way, but I'm not going to be negative towards someone else because I just haven't got the time. That's not mine. Yeah, but you shouldn't have a reason to be negative either. Yeah, no. There's just no do, need for it. Yeah. Do, do you know what? Like for me, if I see somebody doing well and they've done well with something. I want to know how they've done it. Yeah, I'm interested. Like you. I yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, care yeah. that somebody's done it. Yeah. You know, like you with the tool bags. Like, yeah. I, f I find certain things like, yeah. wow. Yeah, like I sold, I, We sold our tool bag, did 350 in the first weekend. He sold 700 of them. Exactly. Like, mm. I was interested in that. Yeah. How did yeah. you do it? The way, yeah. so the kit yeah. bag story, I'll just, I'll do it briefly because what time are we on? Half seven. Okay, so in a nutshell, mm, I was mm. I, I started my YouTube channel. I was reviewing kit bags because when I first bought my first Vito Pro Pack, I did so much research on it because it's so expensive. Mm. I watched YouTube video after YouTube video of how people were loading them out, all the pockets, variations, different bags. So then I was once I got my first Vito bag, I was doing a YouTube video on that, and then Velocity, which is an English company, they approached me and said can we send you one of our bags? And I did a video on it and then I did another video on the next bag. And then I went to a trade show and I was just talking to Tony who makes the bags. And I had wanted to design my own bag at this point for a couple of years because I'd used so many different kit bags, even the Vito bags, they weren't right. I was modifying them. I was adding bits on, I was cutting bits out. Mm. So he said, do you want to do one together? And I just said, yes. And then it went from there. He, um, I drew a picture of what I wanted to, and then he made it into like a 3D drawing, mm. um, sent it off to a bag designer. They send you back a prototype bag. You get it, you look at it and say, yeah, I like that. I don't like that. You make a few changes. They draw on it with like crayons mm. and say, move this, move that, add a pocket there, take a pocket out there. Yeah. It goes back again. You get the second sample, which is getting now more to what the finished one's going to look like. You make some more changes to that. Then you get a third sample. Every sample costs money of course. Um, to make. And, yeah. and in the end you get, the bag you want. Yeah. Um, and then we, it was a special project. It was like a limited edition. We're going to make this bag with Pete. And we ordered like, I think it was 700 units. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. It was going to be it. And they sold out. So then we spoke about, should we order some more? Because we weren't confident about how many we were going to sell. We didn't know how we were going to sell. Mm. And I was lucky that my followers support me enough. That they, yeah. they bought them. Blind faith because I'd done a video on it, but without actually touching something, how do you know you want to spend that much money on a bag? But... Yeah, it was so well. Um, we ordered more. They sold out. Then I wanted to design another bag. And now I'm on my fifth bag and we're still selling what was meant to be a limited edition of the first bag because people still want them. Mm. Um, and it all came about because I started reviewing tool bags on YouTube. Exactly. And to me, that is genuinely inspirational. Yeah. Genuinely. It's an interesting story, isn't it? Like, it is. When you, when you talk 21, starting a business, six grand in your bank account, you've like, you've gone off, you've had people put you down, slag you off, you've come back, like sitting at home thinking, oh God, you know, and then you just, you just bit the bullet <coughs> yeah. and done it yourself. Yeah. Like I take my hat off to anybody that does that because you can either sit at home 
worrying about it or watching somebody else on Instagram yeah. do it, or you can go and do it yourself. Hundred percent. Yeah. But it was it was it was funny because Tony, like he's he's the polar opposite to me. Obviously, now I'm on this podcast and I'm what we're on now, the eighth night show. I'm yeah. coming at Michelle a bit, but when you first meet me, I'm quite shy, quite quiet. Mm. Tony's the opposite. He's just like a salesman. He's always talking, and I had to go to China with him, like just me and him. And mm. I, I I was really I wasn't looking forward to it at all. But then mm. we went together, and I didn't stop laughing the whole trip. And he's a great guy. Um, we we got on really well. And it's just been like a really nice opportunity that's come from me like messing about on social media. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel lucky, really. And I'm really proud of the bags. I'm so happy people like them. I love getting messages when people um, have bought one and they like it. Mm. And I think they like it because like with the Vito bags are good. Good bags, well made, but they're not... Um, Maybe they're made by bag designers. Maybe originally the yeah. first guy made it was made he was a carpenter. Use them every day. But I I know what I want from a bag, and my first bag especially was des designed as if I was making it for me. Yeah. Now I've like evolved because I'm on my fifth bag. I'm thinking now what other people me. want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not that. It's, yeah. I would never wear a bag as a backpack. Yeah. But yeah. my latest bag, you can wear it as a backpack because I yeah. know some guys like it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I've not designed it for just for me. I've designed it and for other people. I've tried to think of everything. Yeah. But the the thing you have to be careful of is. You can throw things at a bag. Like yeah. I want my soldering bag. I want a pipe slice dock. I want yeah. a wet rag tub. I want fire extinguisher in it. I want a pocket for this, pocket for that. Expensive. And Tony's like, every time you add something on, the price goes up. Right. So you have to be, you have to strip things back and you can't have everything on it you want because then it would be too expensive. Yeah, yeah. So it's tricky, but I, f I feel like it's gone really well. Do, do you believe that you've got the best bag on the market? Um, <sighs> do I believe? Um, <laughs> Well, when we, the when answer we, should be yes. It yeah. should be yes. I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, let's wanna, not beat around the bush. I don't, interesting. My, my thing: if somebody asked me about a product, I'd be like, ninety-five percent of the time, yes. Yeah. But five percent of the time, could I do better? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's perfect, but I don't want to. I don't want to feel, feel like I'm being like. You don't blow. You don't. He don't it's blow not. his own. Trumpet. I believe in the bags, yeah. and the feedback I get, I've not had much negative <laughs> feedback. Um, so I do think they are because I've designed them. For, for like the stuff for the plumbers, like the the one with the uh, pipe slice on. Yeah, the yeah. soldering bag. There's that nothing is, else like it out there. Essentially, it's a step up from Vito. Vito, Vito make a good bag. Like you they, can't, you, I know, they're, they're you, obviously you super them, popular, in ter, right? In terms they of make some, a good bag. They're really well made. They're not, um, for me, like so I was saying to you before, they're, they're vertical storage and they're good for that. But when you've got pipe slices, tubs of yeah. paste, yeah. Flux, tubs of flux they're not really designed for stuff like that yeah um so i feel like for my trade especially my yeah. bags are superior yeah. but, but the reason why that's impressive to me is probably a lot of people probably think oh the only reason pete's bags done well is because he had a big following mm. maybe some people may think that the only reason they has took to, has off to, has yeah. to be a mix of both has yeah to be a mix of both but, following but, but and clearly business. clearly it's a hell of a lot more than that because obviously the bags that you made were mm. exceptional yeah so you know, that's just like you said that you slowed down doing other things, but you're similar to everyone here on this table where you just don't stop. Yeah. Just in other areas, mm. I think. Well, I know he never sleeps because I message you at yeah, exactly. three in the morning. I want to know why you message you. I not message you. I haven't messaged you earlier. Okay, send, yeah. send me some pictures. But <laughs> Are you awake yet? <laughs> so many people that come on here and they're like, you message me at four in the morning. And I'm like, actually, I might have a slight problem here. Yeah. No, so don't should we that, um, look at the lap times? Lap times, you reckon? Should we go for them? Let's do it. Yeah. 
I don't think we're breaking any records according to you two tonight. Are we? No, we no. I reckon I had one good lap, didn't I? Don't right. know one. Just for everybody listening, <laughs> no, I was doing all right before listening I got distracted. Were you doing all right? Yeah, you distracted me. Well, if flying lap, I'm flying I reckon lap. I've whipped I'll your ass on this. Right, okay. But we'll look up there on the board, and Dave from Nipex, who's fifth or fourth up there, basically, Dave, I was dressed as Pamela Anderson yeah. with a wig and two blow-up tits and then jiggling them through the window so he still managed to get a 101287 so well done dave yeah that's I'll good shout you out. Yeah, impressive um so i'll lean into the back pocket everybody listening on spotify just in case we're doing our normal segment of fastest laps around the bahrain circuit on the f1 2020 version is it jack we haven't got the 2021 because we're cheap and too <laughs> tight so we'll go first and this is It's the Ryan SQ2. Where are we at? SQ2. Big Rye. Big Rye. Ready? Yeah. You did the lap in one. Imagine if I said two there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, Zero. <gasps> Zero. Yes. Oh, good. 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 good, 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 good. Is this actually correct? <laughs> I, I, I smashed that last one. Zero, zero, zero. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know. Well done. Yeah. So we yeah. are top of the league. See, yes. we are top of the league. That. One minute. Bang on. Bang on. Who knows? Memento. I thought you said you were crap. And hey. I don't like cars. I hate hey. cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. come yeah. on. Get him on top. Can I put that on? I'll pitch him. He's like that. I was oh, going to hold it above my head. <laughs> yeah. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Bloody hell, mate. That to is, move Will that down. Is, yeah. Let's see if Jack Plevin, who killed a steward in this one. Yeah. So Jack did his lap. I talked to him and said, oh, is this how you drive the van? And then he literally killed a steward. <laughs> so. I don't oh. think I'm going to beat you, Ryan. You reckon you're going to beat me? Nah. nah. We'll put. Ooh. Is it Pete? Or is it? Yeah, he's got it right. That's an interesting thing to talk about as well, being competitive. That's essential. Yeah. You have to compete. You have to be hungry. You always have Fact. to. I put power. Uh, and we've got Jack Plevin from Plevin Power, and you did it in a one. There's no zero, 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 zero. <laughs> <laughs> zero, four. Oh, okay. Four, oh, three. You still beat PB Plumber, though. Hey. <laughs> and Andy Cam. Uh, bearing in mind, Andy Cam was absolutely annihilated <laughs> the night before. That doesn't surprise me. So it's a one, zero, four. 403. There we go. So just behind Jack from Big Wipes or James as he was known for the whole show. Who would have known? Well, I think that's bad for someone who hasn't played a PlayStation. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. What are we going to do? Are we going to do the darts? Should we go to the darts? Yeah, we're going to the darts. 
For this week's Trade Legends episode, we have a fantastic giveaway from Unilight, including a waterproof hard case, an SLR 1000 and a mini tripod. And as always, a crate of Trade Legends beers. For our main prize, a £250 voucher from Power Tool Mate Prizes. To find out how you can win all of these prizes and for full details, head on over to our website, www.tradelegends.uk. First up to the Oki is Jumping Jack, <laughs> aka Plevin Power. Because I'm so Good luck, Jack. Aye. The Liverpool Lush. Here he comes. <laughs> He's going to be throwing a. Jack the Power. Yeah, Jack the Power, Plevin. <laughs> Up he gets. Oof. There we go. He's done. What's the scores on the doors, please, Carol? Please provide them to our lovely and trusty assistant, old Jack Arias, over there. there go. So, I'll Next up, up is... Uh, oh. So I should be pretty good at this. Yeah, it's, it's been a while, high, man. High score, As well. he's known, Rapid Rye. There we go. Oi, oi, Rapid Rye! <laughs> Here he comes. Ah. Oh. Oh. Calculator. <laughs> a load of triples. <laughs> hey, bad, Rapid Rye. Rapid Rye. Okay. Man Aye. of many talents. Give him a try, Rapid Rye. <laughs> <laughs> right. You doing the math there, Pete? Yeah. That's good. Don't That's talk, don't talk to him around about now because he, he'll flip his shit. That's 52, Pete. Last one, he popped that last one out as he was dad in the final. <laughs> so he's up. <laughs> Look at that. Cool. Quarter to eight. No, we ain't got time for you to have Bullseye. a go. He oh. He's been down the swan and pheasant. Yeah, he has. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I reckon you're secretly having a little dartboard at home, either. I have got a dartboard in <laughs> my uh, in my workshop. When he's lying in bed, and he just yeah, yeah, yeah. before he goes to sleep. When I used to get to my granddad's, because mm. our yard was at my grand grand granddad's house, mm. and he had um, all his gear for plumbing. But then he'd have like a, a target, and he'd have an air rifle. And he'd have a dartboard, all cool stuff like that. So whenever he used to go around, you'd spend hours throwing darts. Yeah, now he cool bloody tells to... me the mother. Yeah, exactly. It was just a cool place. I to just thought it was shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he used to get me a Christmas present. Um, it would be something like one year it was a pool cue. Yeah. Or it was uh, an air rifle or something, something mm. really cool, like mm. rather than just toys. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. Something that now you can use later in life, Pete. I love that. Yeah. Mm. Fantastic. So. Back to the guests. Final thought, the Jerry Springer stuff. Yeah. Final thought. So to people watching this, um, we've spoke a lot about like um, motivation to actually do something more than just your, your regular job. Have you got anything you want to say to people to maybe inspire them or 
you can just plug your or you can just plug plevin power and be like nah, if i you, don't want to plug it i think if you want a 24 7 backup what is it <laughs> to our customers we are the fifth emergency service <laughs> we are backup generator power 24 7 365. Uh, i don't want to plug but what i would say if there's anybody out there who fancies having a go is having a go or is working towards starting something special just have some faith in yourself um i thought you were going to do a recruitment pitch then i was like <laughs> anybody needs a job <laughs> just believe in what it is you're doing and trust the process that's yeah. good advice what about you then uh right what's the my advice the dalai lama yeah um <laughs> my, my advice is no one's perfect none of us are uh, most of us are actually quite incompetent to tell you the truth um so go for it and you are going to fail but just <laughs> Well, the tapping. I'm sorry. I'm passionate about it. Tap, 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 tap. I'm getting closer to the point. That's all. No. Um, See, I like it when somebody taps because it makes yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of fight. I need to get it out. No. Um, yeah. No, no one. No one's as good as you think they are. All right. Everyone's. Everyone's a chancer at whatever they're doing. Um, please don't think that anyone's got life now because they haven't. Um, just don't stop. All right. There's going to be stumbles along the way. Doesn't matter. Get over it. On to the next thing. On to the next thing. Don't stop. Don't sleep. Keep going until you get what you want. Don't and on that, just remember, guys, if you're seeing on Instagram, especially really nice, polished, perfect work. Bullshit. People show you. <laughs> people show you what they want you to see. They don't show you everything. Don't yeah. believe everything you see in a picture. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I think Instagram. That's one of the main problems of Instagram, isn't it? Is yeah. some people it's great it, for certain things, it but looks then absolutely amazing, yeah, and then right. behind it, the scenes, it, like the thing, the, 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 the all my mates just said to me recently, "Didn't you go on holiday?" And I said, "Yeah." And I said, "Well, we didn't see you post." Like, I don't have to post it yeah, like, if it's my personal, yeah. I you know, like if it's work, I do. Mm, mm, do you know what I mean? And mm. some of them couldn't understand that. Oh, like, oh, I thought you would have posted some pictures. Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. But people only generally post stuff like I, I you remember the picture i sent to you about the chessboard yeah when i was on holiday mm. that's the only thing i posted on the instagram people mm. like you're playing chess on holiday like, yeah. yeah 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 what's wrong with that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why i like the accounts that do show when they do something wrong they do show when they make mistakes mm. um because yeah guys it's not all real yeah we make mistakes every day everyone does every single day mm. we're all I do. Thank God I don't have to show them like you. Guys, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I the, enjoy it though. It's yeah. like part of the, it's part of it, yeah. and mm. it's part of the process. Like mm -hmm. my truck broke down three weeks ago, and it was the most expensive eight hours of my life. <laughs> but mm. you know, unless you, the I big never, vein then, in the when forehead. I didn't look at it when I bought it and think when that breaks down, it's going to cost a fortune to recover. Yeah, exactly. it. That's just part mm. and parcel yeah, of what you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah every it's, it's every day is different, isn't it? Yeah. It's how it's how you overcome it, which is important, and how you manage it as yeah. well. I think. All right. right, cheers, guys. Great show. Cheers, guys. Great show. Where's my steak? Yeah, yeah. Starving. Starving. <laughs> I knew he's like that. I can see him. Like... Is it Miller and Carter again? It's Miller and Carter, yes. <laughs> Just so you can go and have a fucking blue piece of flesh. Yes. <laughs> blue fillet. Beasley Workwear. Now proudly sponsors Trade Legends.